All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you. Because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim. Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. Well, I guess we are at the end of March, but that is not, and I mean is not, going to keep us from still highlighting and speaking about Women's History Month because women have history that they bring 365. But it is a wonderful thing that in the month of March, we as a nation recognize the contributions of women. And we are going to take this discussion all the way to the end of the month. Hello, somebody. (laughs) And folks, we do not have to stop talking about women's accomplishments just because March is going away. No, we're going to keep talking about women are making history each and every day, each and every year, breaking cycles, raising children, raising hell, starting businesses and in record numbers. We're going to school. We're just doing the thing. That's what we do every single day. And we do that in a patriarchal society. But I'll leave that lecture for another day. We will talk about this patriarchy that has poisoned the entire world. Now, women sometimes do not get a day off or hell, they don't even get a break. So we need to have programs and efforts and we need to continue to encourage women to take several self-care days. We must do that. We must uplift women. We must support them. And that's women from all backgrounds. And speaking of women from all backgrounds, 
talking about the need to lift women and be a resource for them today. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello, somebody family. I have with me Melanie Butler, the executive director of Dress for Success Cleveland. Dress for Success is an organization that, quote, strives for a world where all women are financially independent, are treated with dignity and respect, and are directly impacting their lives and those of their families. They aspire to a world that fully harnesses the power of women and recognizes their role in economic sustainability, end quote. Oh my God, director, I love those words (laughs) because I know that when people hear dress for success, they only think the clothing that you provide, but you provide so much more to women who need to be reminded that they are more than worthy. Welcome, director. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for that introduction because Dress for Success, you're right. The biggest myth about Dress for Success is that we only are about the clothing and we're about fashion. The clothing is just the tip of the iceberg and the clothing really is a tool to get women to see and start having voice and choice in their lives. And that is the beginning. And that's how, as they say, you break bread with women to get them to have trust and understanding and how, what we have to offer them. And so when women come here, sometimes women have not, they don't see themselves in the roles that they can be in. So we show them that. Today, it's a different picture because, you know, everybody's dressing so casually, but there's still needs, different industry needs. There's medical scrubs, there is food service, there is manufacturing, and women need tools, they need boots, they need skin-proof shoes, all of those kind of things that don't come in the average donation. So today, our message to the public is, yes, we still need you to donate clothes, but we're asking you to tuck 10. And why tuck 10? Tuck 10 in a pocket, tuck 10 in our box, because women need bus passes, women need food cards, women need gas cards. Those are the barriers. Women need toiletries. Those are the barriers to employment today. And everybody is not wearing a suit. So if you're getting rid of your suits because you're not wearing them to work, guess what? She isn't either. Because we want to make women feel equal when they walk into their new environments. We want women to feel equal and not worry about, oh, I'm all dressed up and everybody else is wearing just a casual slacks, you know, a pull together look, but more casual. So you don't want to send her with this, like, I'm the new girl on the block and I have this suit on and you don't want to send her that right that way. Right. So we're asking people to think about still donating what you would wear today. And that's been our message all along. What you would wear today, not what you're discarding today because you no longer wear it. So in that respect, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point because you don't want uh, the women that you're helping to feel out of place. They need to look at the part of the place of the environment that they are entering. And your point about we dress so much more casually <laughs> than we did 20 years. I mean, even five years ago, Not yeah. we don't even have to go as way back, but there was a time where we were ultra, ultra conservative in our business attire. And that is not the case in 2022. Right. Now there's still some industries that still are that ultra conservative, yes. you know, 
So we want to be appropriate, but we want a mixture and we want to work, provide support to women going into all professions. So when you come to our boutique, we have jeans, we have khakis, we have scrubs, all of those type of things, as well as that traditional um, garment that people think about us. No, I love it. Your chief executive officer for Dress for Success, CEO, let me correct that. And you have been with Dress for Success for over 20 years. Is that right? Am I reading that right? That is correct. I am going into, this is my 22nd year as an employee, but my first inception and my first acquaintance with Dress for Success was one of those women walking through the doors as a woman receiving services Come in on. 1999. Tell your story. Let's. Do, I think this is a great place to tell the story. I'm thinking about a song in the black church, two of them, how I got over my soul looks back yes. and wonders how yes. I got over. Yes. So just for success was my saving grace in 1999 when I was recovering and I was sent to dress for success by the referring agency Orca House. And if anybody doesn't remember Orca House, They were the first African-American recovery facility for men and women. And it started right over here on East 55th and Outway. And that is where I got my start and introduction to Dress for Success Cleveland. I said I was Humpty Dumpty and I had broken into pieces and I was being put back together again with sobriety. And at that time, I was a woman that was 40 something years old then. And so I tell women today that if I could do that at 43, I think I was, you can do it. And you're much younger than I am. And the journey is different for everybody. But adversity is adversity. And so I came to Dress for Success in 1999. They were premiering their program, Professional Women's Group, which is the ongoing development programs that they have. So Dress for Success, yes, it helps you with the suit, but it also helps you with that career development, helps you with that financial development. It helps you with that work-life balance and understanding that and civic responsibility. We talk about voting. We talk about making women aware of their community and how to be contributors back to their community. So those are all the things that were just being launched in 1999 at Dress for Success Cleveland. So I had the privilege of being one of 50 women in the pilot program for that to see if it made a difference. And I just got to tell you, it made a huge difference in my life. Coming back into order of things and trying to be a productive citizen 1999 was my year first. It was my first year getting married. It was my first year becoming a mother, not a natural mother, but a mother of bonus children and learning how to be that female lead in a family household. All of those are things that like, I don't care when they're new to you, they're new to you, right? And so having a support system and having a group of other women that could talk about Girl, you're going to need to learn how to compromise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Girl, you need to learn how to like show them kids some love. You know, it's not all about you. And just things like that that you get from a support group. Those are all the things that I got from Dress for Success, as well as financial replanning and repairing my credit and owning a house. I remember I saved my house down payment in a bag, a paper bag up under my bed. Because when I came to Dress for Success, I had no credit because I hadn't been participating 
in that part of life that's normal. And so I didn't exist on, on credit. And you can't buy a home and you can't exist without credit. So it's reestablishing that second chance and finding those institutions that give you that second chance. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So Dress for Success, you provide wraparound services. I mean, the name does not say it all. Does not give the scope of what we do. No, it does not at all. Yeah, it provides a network of support is in our mission statement. And that's what it does. It provides you and links you to individuals that can support you in all walks of life to get you moving forward. And then that financial and economic independence happens. But that happens from our belief, from a strategy of holistic development. Because if you only strengthen the career part of you, you can excel. But what I tell women today is that your aptitude is not your altitude. Yes. And you need to find eventually something that marries both together and that you want to get up and go to work and do whatever it is you're doing because you are creative in it. You are happy in it. You find joy in it. And if you don't, that is where I missed the boat is I didn't find joy. So I filled that gap with other things and those other things eventually took me out. So I'm saying that gap has to be filled. Now, sometimes we won't find it all in our employment. That's where you have to dive back into giving back to your community and volunteering and getting engaged in other activities that build. We are all here to do something other than be self-absorbed. Yeah, I mean, you're you're making me think of a quote by Congresswoman Shirley Chisholm when she said, service is the rent that we pay. Yes, really for our time here on earth. And that's what you're saying. And it's so beautiful. I mean, you are a public servant. I don't know if anyone has ever said that to you in that way. You're not elected to any office, but you are on assignment. You are a missionary. And what Dress for Success does is that you minister to the needs of women as they come in, whatever that unique need is. And sometimes it's crossover needs, mm-hmm. but you minister to the whole woman in her pursuit for career and just life in general. And I really think it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I have participated in some of the Dress for Success activities many, many, many years ago. And mm-hmm. so it's really good to connect with you and to talk about what Dress for Success looks like right now. If someone wanted to be 
supportive of the agency and the work that you do. Just for Success is a national organization. You lead Dress for Success Cleveland. Dress for Success is actually in 22 countries. Oh, international organization. Yeah, we're a global organization. We just got a new global CEO, Michelle Meyer Ship. So she just started February 16th. But we're in 22 countries. We have about 145 affiliates among those 22 countries. So it is a beautiful thing. That's amazing. Yes. And when we all come together, it is power beyond measure, as they say. It's just a beautiful thing to see the same woman in Portugal or in New Zealand, Australia, that has, is about the same thing we're doing here, building confidence so that you become aware of your power. And why is that important, uh, Madam CEO? I mean, why is that important? Because some people would say, these are grown women. I mean, why do we need an organization, an entity to exist to help women build confidence? Shouldn't that be something that they can get from their family or get from their community environment? Why do we need organizations like Dress for Success? We need organizations about Dress for Success that builds confidence because everybody does not have that in their family support. Everybody does not have that in the immediate community that they live in. And everybody does not know how to find those systems. Everybody is not a college graduate. So everybody does not have a mentor or a sponsor or an advocate and all of those things that it takes to realize your potential. So organizations like Dress for Success and some of our other community resources are absolutely essential in making people confident and making people aware of what's out here for them. You know, that going back to school is a possibility. And also making sure that people see the reality of all of us that are doing this, that we haven't always been where we are every moment of our lives and that we too, they can identify. So it's like saying, I see you, I've been you, I am you. And that that gives hope to people. People need hope and they need examples and they need them to be transparent and honest with them. And so that is why organizations are still needed. Yeah. I mean, hope is definitely a motivator. I say that all the time. Mm -hmm. Hope is an action word. And as a species, if we ever lose hope, all is lost because that's that means we give up. So hope motivates us to keep on pressing, even when the odds seem insurmountable. That hope will tell you you got to keep pushing. So, Madam CEO, you've been at this organization for 22 years. You came as a client. Now you lead Dress for Success Cleveland. Share with us some of the things that you've seen change over time and some of the things that remain the same in terms of, so for example, we talked about the types of clothing and the Mm -hmm. other necessities that Dress for Success help women with. It's not just the clothes on their body. It may be boots. It may be other supplies that they need to do the job. So that has changed over time. What other things have changed over time and what things have remained the same? Some other things that have changed over time is the group of women that we serve for the target audience has expanded. Dress for Success is for all women. Dress for Success is for women that are 45 and up. It is not just for 18 to 25. I've seen one of the things that I was asked recently is, do I see a a need for Dress for Success even more after COVID? I see a need for Dress for Success more after COVID because we've been set 
back about three decades of progress of women finding their presence in the workplace and in the workforce. But I also see a challenge with the newer, the younger women knowing about Dress for Success and what it takes, the brand awareness that it takes a small nonprofit like ours to get the name out and continually educate about, like you said, the scope of services that we offer, that we're here, we're, hey, we're still here. A couple of women came in the office recently and I said, how do you find out about? And it was, they were all my mother-in-law or somebody older in their family. We are 24 years old in Cleveland. So think about it. A 26-year-old is not going to know about us. We were born when she was two. (laughs) So, you know, so it's things like that. Those are things I see changing. I see more women over 50 coming back into the workforce and starting that second career. Or retirement isn't retirement in the same sense it was in my parents' day. You know, it is finding a second life. Maybe you've done your 30 years and out, but you're not, we're living longer. We're staying healthier. We're not just sitting back and doing the, you know, gardening. We are coming back into the workforce. Social security is not enough for most of us to thrive and live on. So those are the kinds of changes that I've seen. I've also seen career changes, career paths changing technology, manufacturing, becoming more career oriented for women than it used to be. When I first came, it was basically, that's why the suits were so popular because we were going into administrative offices still and and doing that kind of employment. That's not the only thing that's thriving for women today. So you have some hard-headed women, right? You got some some women in the medical. You have medical, you know, because most of the women, 66% of the women we serve are single head of household with two to three children. They need employment that's sustainable. Yeah, they do. And Yes, they do. And I'm glad to see that McDonald's and some of the fast food places that are basically sometimes taxi jobs for individuals, but that they're lifting their pay wages because that is inconceivable that $12 an hour is going to sustain a single woman head of household with two to three children. And then I see that the other problem is that, you know, the more she makes, the less she gets as far as government support. So those things, daycare, the cost of daycare is keeping women out of employment. Let's rest right there mm-hmm. because, you know, as an industrialized nation, we do not provide the same type of services to our citizens that other industrialized nations provide. Universal health care, for example, not only would that help all people, all people in this country would benefit from Medicare for all. Then if we start to pare down and get into the especially section, women especially would benefit from Medicare for all, from universal health care, because part of making that woman have wraparound and holistic is that health component. Yeah. You know, am I healthy? Do I get my wellness checks? Yes. This, you know, some doctors call our system sick care and I do agree with them. We have a system that deals with you once you are sick and then they cover up. The medicines don't necessarily heal you. They just camouflage versus pushing our populations to get those wellness checks, get get into the doctor before you actually get sick. Let's monitor your health for your entire life 
because you can't do anything else. And Madam CEO, when you talk about, you said over 60%, was it 66% head of households? Yes. If that woman does not have a viable career and or employment, mm-hmm. then that impacts her children. And sometimes women are sandwiched in between parents and yes. children. And the way the economy is going right now, a lot of families who had it going on, so to speak, don't have it going on anymore because inflation is eating every little dollar that they have. Absolutely. And sometimes there is, that's why, you know, our needs, and you'll see on our website, our intake needs, our donation needs includes bus passes, gas cards, because you have people interviewing virtually to get employment, but then they can't get to the job that they just got because they haven't been working Those aren't things, or they have to pay somebody else because even someone helping you and your family, everybody needs to resources, right? So those are things that I just think that we forget are part of the picture and closing right now. It's important, but it's not the greatest thing. It's just one part. Mm -hmm. And even the child tax credit, I mean, at least as of this interview, the child tax credit has expired. It was something that helps families with children. I believe in this country, we need to make it permanent. And as we were discussing just a few minutes ago, the astronomical cost of child care, you're right. Some families, whether there is just the woman is the head of the household or there's a couple, Mm -hmm. they can't afford for both to work because child care costs more than what they would bring in. Right. And so it forces them to stay home or forces, I mean, it's such a burden and a barrier. It's a barrier to people being able to actualize themselves. And it does not have to be that way in the wealthiest country on the face of the earth. We are a hegemon nation and we can afford, number one, to pay childcare workers much more than they make right now. And two, provide subsidies for that childcare so it doesn't eat up, not every dollar, but a uh, more than half of the money that people may be making depending on how much they make. And the minimum wage is seven twenty five. So right. if we just stick with seven twenty five now in Ohio, our minimum wage goes up with inflation. So we're at about eight dollars and eighty cents, but even that's not enough. And as we talk about raising mm-hmm. the wage to a living wage, it turns out that fifteen dollars is a starting point. It's not even the ending point. It's not it's a starting point exactly. And the other thing is that women are not equally paid as men are paid in the same job. So then that's another issue on top of that. So it's combined with, you know, as they said, when COVID hit, that's when a lot of women went to the sidelines of the workforce because they were the ones that absorbed the social changes that we experienced, like homeschooling and the daycare issue. And they are the ones who had to absorb that. And when it comes to even married households, if you're picking one or the other to not work, that is why we also engage in talking about entrepreneurial type of employment and teaching women not, it's not just about that nine to five. That's not the only aspiration there is. Be creative and finding that employment opportunity. I mean, nine to five is so rare and so many people have to piece together two and three jobs just to make ends meet. And the whole notion of just even the having the working poor in the United States of America, that just doesn't even make sense to me. A lot of people who are homeless, as we know, work. 
people are working and they still, they're on the grind. They're on the grind. And for me, Madam CEO, that's no way to live. That if your whole life is constantly on the grind, on the grind, and you never get a chance to take a vacation, even if it's, you know, down the street, up the way, around the corner, just change your surroundings so that you can be edified in your living. Yeah. And it just, the way that we devalue the poor, the working poor, and the barely middle class in this country, it burns my ass. I'm going to just be honest with you. It burns my behind greatly. I understand that. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. what has come to light and one of the other pillars that we stand on five pillars, but health and wellness is, is one of the, our pillars of purpose, we call it. But if without your health, you can't do anything. And that's not just physical health. It's mental health, it's financial health, it's social health. You know, it's all of those things that make us whole and vibrant. We were intended to live holistic, not just live to work. That's right. That's exactly right. So we want women to understand that they have choices and that there's different combinations of things they can do. And that's what we're here to do. We're not here to say any one given path is successful. We're here to let you know that self-defining success for yourself is perfectly, perfectly fine. And that's what you should be doing. You should find what makes you work and stop comparing yourself to everybody else. That's it. You are unique. Yes. You're unique. It's only we one you like, like our fingerprints. Exactly. Yes. We were designed uniquely made for a reason. And that yeah. and, and having confidence in that is hard because we have all these voices that we listen yeah. to and all these voices that come in. And sometimes we are not encouraged to be who we are from day one. Tell me about it. From school, from different walks of life, you know, I was encouraged to be, I was told I was quiet. I was not a people person. I was a numbers person. And even though the numbers part is true, but I went all the way around the world, I feel like, to find who I am. And I came back and being in the role I'm in today, do I deal with numbers? Yes. But I'm more than just a bookkeeper, which is what I started off to be because I was listening to clergy, my parents. Who can define a person at 13, even at 17? You can't. So having that process of self-discovery is really important for everyone. And then coming to your own self-realization and exploration 
is very important so that you can self-actualize. And self-actualize is going to be different for everybody and be okay with that. That's it. That's it. And you look, you kicking the knowledge Maslow's hierarchy of needs, baby. And once you get to self-actualization, you yes. have done something. But yes. in order to get there, you got to deal with the base of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And that is your physiological needs. You can't self-actualize until you deal with all the other things that will get you there. I love how you said, be okay with who you are. You know, we always have a quote moment on Hello Somebody. So I'm feeling a couple of them. One is from the amazing Cher. Women are the real architects of society is what she said. Absolutely. CEO Butler, do you agree with what she said on that? Absolutely. We influence everything and our decision making is different than men. And we need to honor that because it brings a lot to the table. We have, you know, we're not as black and white. We are colorful. We are vibrant. We think differently. And instead of denying that, walk in it, walk in it and be confident that it brings a difference. Um, And I think that one of the things that's missing from women's empowerment is men. Be honest, men, that we are needed you know, recognize us for the value that we bring. And we're not trying to knock you out. We're just trying to exist with you because did he not make Adam and Eve? You know, so, you know, bring, know that we are, we have a place here and we compliment you in in more than one place. Yeah. I love that. Be honest, men. Recognize. You know, I just. (laughs) And some men do recognize that and they do honor us. But unfortunately, the male dominated patriarchal society, the way that we are socialized in this country, even still to this day in many other countries, is from a male dominated perspective. And it does not leave room for a collective or collaborative perspective about life that we do need each other. Absolutely. So that is beautiful what you just said. And then my last Hello Somebody quote moment for today is, it comes from the amazing Dr. Angela Davis. And she said the following, you have to act as if it were possible to radically transform the world and you have to do it all the time. You know, CEO Butler, that's what I think you're doing at Dress for Success. You are comporting yourself as if it is possible to radically change the world and you are doing it on a regular basis. Well, I hope I'm doing it one woman at a time, but I, I really think it's our community. And one of the things that we have going on talking about celebrating women that are walking in those male dominated fields. The month of March, that is one of our, that's our biggest month is celebrating Women's History Month, International Women's Day. We have a campaign called Your Hour, Her Power. And every, the last three years, we have honored women who are walking in those and breaking those ceiling glass doors. And so that campaign is going on right now. But the campaign itself is inclusive of all the community. And we ask that everybody in the community donate one hour of your pay to make a difference, no matter what, if you're making $12 an hour or you're making $42 an hour, donate one hour of your pay. And one of the honorees, and this year we have a a pair that we're honoring, Laurice Purnell and Maltrice Sharp, because that is a man who is equally recognizing a woman as his partner. And he's doing his thing and she's doing hers. And so we had to bring the male perspective into our campaign this year 
to say that that's what is needed. We need more of that. I know our campaign is coming to an end, but our website has everything on there. But this is a campaign that really helps us to do those things that we're talking about and buy those gaps and fill those gaps that we don't get in donations. And Dress for Success really, really, even in after pre or post-COVID, we're still servicing about 500 women a year. And those women deserve your support. In a holistic way. And I couldn't think of a better couple to be honored. Uh, Larice and Maltrice, they are incredible, incredible uh, givers to this community, yes. pushing and uplifting Black businesses in particular. They are extraordinary. So I am so glad to hear that they are. They are two of six honorees that we're highlighting. But um, Linda Smith from Parker Hennepin in the manufacturing Uh world. Carrie Carpenter at Huntington Bank. Loma Zabala from the nonprofit world. And also one of your colleagues, Janine Boyd, because of the law she passes and what she's trying to do. Yeah, state rep. State representative Boyd, right. Mm -hmm. So those, I mean, we're honoring people who are doing things that empower women and making a difference. And we all can play a role in that. And Madam CEO, where's your website? How can people find you? Our website is very simple, cleveland.dressforsuccess.org. There it is. Yes. Cleveland.dressforsuccess.org. And our website is now the hub of how to get connected, whether you want to volunteer. We are a volunteer-based organization. We're a staff of three individuals. Everyone else is a volunteer. So how to get connected is there, whether we have a wish to build our board right now. So if you want to be a board member, that is on our website. If you want to give clothing or donate bus passes, that is on our website. If you're a woman and you need something and services from Dress for Success, you don't need agencies to refer you today. You can self-refer. So all of those connections are on our website. Well, thank you so very much for all that you do. And you definitely personifies what is possible. Thank you. Coming in, starting as a client, and now you're running the place. <laughs> Nobody can come in there with an excuse when they talk to you because you you let them know, hey, it can be done because I did it. So, again, the wonderful, magnificent share. Women are the real architects of society. And Dr. Angela Davis, you have to act as if it were possible to radically transform the world and you have to do it all the time. CEO Butler, thank you so much for the gift that you are, for the work that you do, for a magnificent organization. I want to shout out all of the volunteers because I know that it takes teamwork to make the dream work. So to you, your staff, the volunteers all over the world, baby, who are helping women in a very holistic way, that is a ministry. We salute you. Dress for success. Y'all sign up. There's something for everybody to do. Go to Cleveland dot dress for success dot org dot org dot org baby y'all do that hello somebody because everybody is somebody Coming. The pain is numbing. 
Try to shoot for the stars if you gon' aim for something. Embrace the love for your brother and sister. Unity's the missing brush, we need to puzzle this picture. Let's paint it up, frame it up, for the world to see. Hang the hatred up. Enough is enough, is enough, making changes on us. In Turner, her voice is the truth, her wise words inspire the youth to keep their eyes on the roof. It's the end, never give up, keep conquering goals. To the eye, intelligence, silver, wisdom is gold. Back to the end, now is your time, stay firm, don't fold. To the A, all you need is the three bones, that's what Granny said. Now I'ma make sure these words from Granny spread. For all of here, just give her your ear. She can take you to the promised land, I swear. World peace is what they fear. From Queens to Cleveland, Ohio, we here. Famous. Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.